Hello and welcome back to Have You Seen It? I'm Maggie, and in this episode, I have a dark comedy from Norway to tell you about. Are you ready? Let's go. So this episode is going to be about the show Norsemen. Like I said, it's a dark comedy from Norway. In Norwegian, it is Vikingana, which means Viking. And they actually filmed it in both Norwegian and English, which I feel like had to be annoying. So some of the basic info before we get into the cast and plot. The show is a Via Film production and was created by Jun Iver Helgakar and Jonas Turgeshin. It was first premiered in Norway in October 2016 on NRK1. It is available on Netflix worldwide. There are two seasons available on Netflix so far, and each season has six episodes, and the episodes are about 30 minutes each. The show takes place in Nordheim, which is a real village in Norway. Norway is a Scandinavian country located in the northwestern part of Europe, and the country is long and narrow on a bit of a tilt as it hugs the western and northwestern border of Sweden and the northern border of Finland. And then on the very top of the country, it does touch Russia to the east. I'll put a picture of it on Instagram, that way it will show it a little bit better. But it has the Norwegian Sea to the east and the North Sea to the south, which separates it from mainland Europe. That's what I'm going to call it. Where Germany and France and the Netherlands are, as well as the UK. The show was filmed in the village of Avaldsnes, which is in the same municipality as Norheim, which is the Karmoy municipality, which is located in the county of Rugalan. Rugalan is in the region of Western Norway, which if you look at the map of Norway, it's in the bottom left part of the country. And Rugalan is the southernmost county in Western Norway. Karmoy is the largest island in the northwestern part of Rugalan County, according to the internet. If you followed that, congratulations. Rugalan is surrounded by the counties of Vestland to the north and Agder and Vestfold Ultelmark to the west. Some fun facts about Norway are the world's longest road tunnel, the Lardal Tunnel, is located in Norway. It is 15 miles long. It connects the towns of Lardal and Arland to each other. I hate tunnels, so that is giving me anxiety just thinking about getting stuck in that. I mean, sometimes the O'Neill Tunnel feels like it's 15 miles long, especially during rush hour. So that tunnel would feel like it was a thousand miles long. I guess they have designed it to break up that stress the lights change throughout, I guess, and every six kilometers there's a cave. I don't know what that means, because is a tunnel not just a man-made cave you can drive through? As I mentioned, Norway shares a border with Russia, which is about 120 miles long, but there's only one road crossing, which is a little crazy to me. It is called Santuskog, and it is located in the Sørvaranger municipality in Finnmark County on the Norwegian side. A fact that seems untrue is that Norway introduced salmon sushi to Japan. So because of the overfishing in Japan, their fish numbers were dwindling, and in the 1890s, a Norwegian delegation suggested that they try salmon sushi, which helped up Norwegian's exports, and the Japanese people fell in love with it. I don't know how much it helped with the overfishing, I don't think that's been eased at all, but... Norwegian salmon sushi is one of the top dishes in Japan, so if you have a salmon sushi roll, thank Norway. A person's income and wealth is public record in Norway. Every year, an individual's annual income, income tax paid, and total wealth is published, and anyone and everyone can look it up. 
I know one or two people that definitely won't be moving to Norway anytime soon. The reason they do this is to make tax evasion super difficult. Okay, we can add two or three more people to that list. It is impossible to lie about how much money you actually have. So there's no telling people you're worth millions when you're actually not. Some quickfire fun facts that I wanted to mention were there are actually two written variants of the Norwegian language. Skiing was invented in Norway, which is why they kill at the Winter Olympics every four years. Europe's largest herd of wild reindeer are located in Norway. Norway in Norwegian is Norga, or the official name Kongerita Norga, which means the Kingdom of Norway. Bet you didn't know Norway had a king. And I also bet that you didn't know that his colonel-in-chief, Brigadier Sir Niles Olav III, is a Scottish penguin. That's my favorite fact of all time. Never mind fun fact, that's just my favorite fact. He's got a penguin as his colonel-in-chief. It's amazing. Like I mentioned, this show is in English because they filmed it in both Norwegian and English, and in the US, you can only listen to it in English. There are no audio alternatives. I'm not sure if there are any options for those who may be watching it in another country. I do know that the Norwegian is not available anywhere but Norway, and the subtitles are available in Spanish, Simplified Chinese, Traditional Chinese, French, and Closed Caption English. This show is rated TVMA. So some of the disclaimers for it are, they all kind of make sense for dark comedy rated TVMA. There's swearing, it's gory. There are some parts that are so gross. There are some sex scenes. They mention rape quite a few times. There's also one scene where one person thinks they're raping the other, but the other person is actually participating in the sex. I don't want to go into too much detail because it is a spoiler. If you have questions about it, you can tweet me or message me on Facebook and I'll explain it if you want me to. But I don't know what that's classified as when someone thinks someone's raping them but the other person is actively participating in it and wanting it. You know, I don't I don't know what that's called. Uh, I guess it makes sense when you see the scene, when you understand the characters, it makes a little bit more sense. But I do want to just let you know that that scene is there. But there are some other scenes that definitely toe that line. If you don't like dark comedy, then you're probably not going to like this show. But if you do like dark comedy, then this kind of stuff is always expected for dark comedy. But I did just want to mention it, just in case it's a trigger for anybody. The links to all the websites where I got the information for this show, the fun facts, and any other information that I did not use my memory for are going to be linked in the description of this episode as well as in the caption for the post that I made for the show on Instagram. Now for the cast. There aren't going to be too many that I'm going to mention for this show. I'm going to focus on the main ones in this part and maybe mention some others while going over the plot. But the first character is Orm, who is portrayed by Cor Conradi. Orm is married to Freya, who I will talk about in a minute, but Orm is also the brother of Olav, who is the chieftain of the village, and while Olav is out on raids, Orm is in charge. So Olav doesn't have any kids, so his little brother then becomes acting chieftain. Uh, he's also not like any of the other Vikings, because he doesn't really like raiding, or really the Viking lifestyle at all. 
The next one I'll mention is Arvid, who is portrayed by Nils Jorgen Kasta, and he is the chieftain's right-hand man on the raids. He loves raiding, loves being a Viking, but a part of him wants to settle down and get a wife and have a farm and live that quote-unquote normal life. I don't know what that is for Vikings, but the normal Viking life, which I thought was just raiding and pillaging, but obviously I'm wrong. Next we have Freya, who is played by Silje Torp. She is, like I mentioned, Orm's wife. She is a shield maiden who loves going on raids. And the one thing she likes the most about going on raids is raping men. So like I said, they talk about rape. She only wants to raid. She does not want to be Orm's wife. She does not want to live that kind of life where she's stuck in the village. She wants to go out. There is a Norse god called Freya. She is not supposed to be the... Like, personification of that Norse god. Just want to say that for anybody that's confused. Her name's Freya, but she's not supposed to be the Norse god Freya. Okay. Then we have Rufus, who is played by Tron Fausa Orvog. He is an actor from Rome who was taken as a slave on one of the raids. Next, we have one of my favorite characters because of just how ridiculous he is, and that's Kark, played by Eistand Martinson. Kark is a freed slave who has decided to stay and continue living as a slave. Like I said, ridiculous. He has some moments that just leave you shaking your head. Then we have Chieftain Olaf. He is played by Henrik Mestar. He is the leader, and in this show, he is the one who discovered the way west towards England. This leads to more wealth because they had pretty much gotten all the wealth from the east. Now, I say in this show because there are other shows where somebody else is the one that brought them to England. For example, in the show Vikings on History Channel, it's Ragnar Lothbrok that does it. So, in this show, he's the one that does it. Next, we have Olaf's wife, Hildur, who is played by Marian Sostar Ottesen. She is someone that just doesn't seem trustworthy. She, I'm not really a huge fan of her. Orm's not a huge fan of her. They butt heads quite a bit. One of the last ones I'll mention is Jarvarg, who is played by Yun Aigarin. He is Olaf's superior in the region. I believe a Jarl is equal to like an Earl, kind of. And he wants the he want and he wants the map to the west that Olaf has, and he is willing to do anything for it. He is super creepy and has this Lord Voldemort feel to him. And when you watch the show, you'll know he's just super creepy. The last one I'll mention is Liv, who's played by Christine Rees, and she becomes Arvid's wife, and she is attracted to men in power. Like, weirdly, weirdly attracted to men in power. So like I said, that's kind of like it for the main characters. I will mention maybe one or two as I'm going through this, but if you know just those characters, you'll be fine. The description of this show is, in 790 AD, the Vikings of Nordheim have a hectic schedule that includes pillaging, plundering, enslaving others, and solving problems with violence. I don't know why, but it always kind of, like, makes me laugh. Like, it's such a ridiculous description. Like, it's so, like, nonchalant. Like, I get, like, that's what it's supposed to be, like. But it's just, like, pillaging, plundering, enslaving others. Like, okay, cool, I guess. But the show starts off with Olav, Arvid, Freya, and the rest of the raiding Vikings returning from their first raid to the west. They have, like I said, more treasure than they have had in years, and a couple slaves, including Rufus, the Roman actor. 
who just doesn't seem to understand that he is now a slave. Like, Arvid is talking to everyone on the boat, trying to tell them about what's going to happen when they arrive in Nordheim, kind of like a tour guide getting everyone on the same page before they get off the bus. And he's like, you're going to have to work hard, but hopefully you all have fun and make some friends. And Rufus just keeps interrupting him. Like, he kind of brags about being able to speak Norwegian, even though he's never been because he just has a good ear for languages and he keeps complaining that he's thirsty and how it it isn't polite to not let them have something to drink and it's been like 12 hours or something like he just keeps going on and on and on like he talks about how information's not being passed along very well around the boat and Olaf goes up to him and is like who doesn't think we share information well and Rufus is like no I don't I don't think that and Olaf says something like okay here's some good information sharing and then just punches him in the face and Rufus is like freaking out. He's like, did you see that? Did everyone see that? And his nose is all bloody. And then he turns to the woman. I think it's a woman. And I'm fairly sure she's a slave as well. And he's like, will you be my witness? You saw that, right? He punched me. Like this dude is oblivious to the fact that he is a slave. Or if he does realize, like he's just in straight denial. I don't know where the he thinks they're taking him. But it's just... Like, I think he also asks about pay or something. And the Vikings around him all laugh. And Arvid is like, there's no pay. And Rufus is like, that's not fair. And Olaf turns to Arvid after punching Rufus and says something like, I'm not the kind of leader that uses fear. And I'm afraid that was too much. It's like, you're a Viking who you rape people, you murder people, and you think punching an annoying guy in the face is too much. And Arvid kind of just like smiles, like laughs at him or whatever. But they cut back and forth between those scenes because it's not all one scene. Like that doesn't all happen at once. They jump back and forth between that, like I said, and the scene of six old guys in Kark, who remember is the free slave who wanted to continue to be a slave, walking along a ridge. And he turns and he's like, okay, time for the Etastup. And then turns to one of the guys who I think's name is like Bjorn or something. And he's like, okay, since you are the oldest, would you like to jump first? And Bjorn goes, well, I mean, if someone else wants to do it first, I'm, I'm okay with that. And all the other men are just like, nah, we're good. You go ahead, man. You got it. You do this. And they don't tell you what an etastoop is as they're talking, right? So, like, I had no idea what was going to happen. And Bjorn, if that's his name, is like, this is honorable, right? And Kark goes, oh yeah, it's, it's one of the most honorable things a person can do. And all the guys behind her are kind of like hyping him up, you know, like, yeah, very honorable, man. You Like, super honorable. Like, you got it. And Bjorn goes, okay. And they all back up to give him some room. And he goes, I'll see you on the other side. Which could mean anything, right? Like, see you on the other side of the river, because there's a waterfall right next to them. Like, you know, people say that all the, all the time. See you on the other side, right? But he starts to run towards the edge of the cliff and shouts, To Valhalla. Now, do you know what Valhalla is? If you do, then you know maybe what he's doing. If you don't, you're going to have to watch the show to figure it out. Because I was going to go into it. And I mean, I wrote it out. Like, right now, I'm not reading off the script. I'm like, I can, I'm looking at it right now. It's all about it. I tell you what an etastoop is, I explain what Valhalla is, all of it. But guess what? If you want to know what it is, you can watch the show. I don't think they explain what Valhalla is in the show, 
So you might have to look that up. But if I tell you now, it might ruin what that scene is. And I don't want to do that. I will say with the Etta Stoops, I'm not going to tell you what they are or anything like that. But there are some places in Sweden that are believed to be sites where some of these events took place. And some of them are Keeler's Park in Gothenburg. In Vargon, near Lake Vrstulven. In Kulberget, which I believe is like a park in Helleforst. And the western-facing cliffs in Omberg are believed to be a site as well. I should also note that I couldn't find any confirmation about these sites. And when I looked it up to see if there were any, there was an interview back in July, I believe. But it was about the horror film Midsummer, where I guess an Etta Stoop took place. So if you've seen that movie, then you'll know what an Etta Stoop is and you'll know what happens. And the interviewer asked someone on the board of tourism in Sweden about if they were real, if these events really happened. And if the site in Gothenburg was a real Etastoop site. But he was like, I've never heard of that word, but I have heard of artsopa, which I guess is pea soup. Like, okay, bro. And then he was like, I haven't heard of Gothenburg Hill. I'll have to look it up. Like, bullshit, you haven't heard of it before. I'm like, sorry, but you're lying. Bro. Like, they just don't want people going there and doing what happens in that movie and then in this show. Which I get, but like pea soup come on bro um, I also don't know if you can even get close to these sites or if they have them like gated off they're hoping that if they don't acknowledge that these sites exist that people don't go to them but I just thought it was interesting and I figured that if I was wondering what these sites were and if there were any known ones someone else would too so I thought I would mention some of them for you guys like I said I know you don't know what it is right now but once you watch the show you will maybe you'll be interested uh, just don't go there and do what they do please Please don't do that. Anyways, back to the show I'm supposed to be talking about. Like I said, he charges and says Valhalla. And then, you know, some other stuff happens. Which, to me, that's probably one of my favorite scenes of the whole show. And it's, like, the second, first one. Whichever one you look at it. Like, back and forth. The very first episode. Because I just find it so dumb. And yet so, so funny. Um, but when Kark returns to Norheim... He goes to Orm, who is sitting in the chair of the chieftain, just like playing with something in his hand, not really doing anything. And he asks Kark how the Etastoop went. And Kark was like, great. It was it perfect. It, everything was perfect. Don't worry about it. And Hildur, who is the chieftain's wife, remember, walks in and is like, did you really send them to do that? And Orm was like, oh, it's an honorable thing. And then Hildur points out how bad Orm is doing as a leader. And Orm's like, don't worry, everything's going to start working out very soon. And she's like, I don't believe you. And then they go back and forth a little bit more. Like, I don't remember exactly what they were going on about, honestly, because I didn't find it funny. Like, I know it was supposed to be funny, but I didn't find it funny. So I stopped listening, which is the problem when it's in English, is that, like, I tune out, which is why I like when there are other languages, because it forces me to read it. But then Olav and Arvid and Freya finally arrive back and that's really where the show starts so I won't keep going on describing it kind of like scene by scene because spoilers but I will say seeing Orm interact with his older brother in those first few moments after he came back was like a little kid asking his older brother if he could hang out with him and his friends Orm just wants to be included and Olaf is like you won't get any of the inside jokes this get together is just for those that went on the raid and it's kind of funny and sad at the same point because seeing Orm like that you're kind of like oh Orm like I think Orm even says that he'll bring his own chair this time because he knows last time there wasn't enough 
And it's just like, stop being so mean to him. I wish I could go into more detail about exactly what the show is about. But if I did that, then there'd be spoilers and we all know how I feel about those. But from this point on, there are a couple different things going on. Like, for example, one of them is the people of the village have to deal with keeping the map to the west away from Yalvarg. Another is that there's a struggle power within the village. Well, I guess you could say that there's a couple of power struggles going on. And some other subplots that happen throughout the show as well, obviously. I wonder if there's a show that only has one plot and no subplots. If there is, then it must be the worst show ever. I, I don't think people would appreciate subplots until there were none. So I'm going to leave it there. I went in a little bit more detail about certain scenes than I normally do. Let me know if you like it, if you don't like it. Kind of felt like changing it up a little bit this week. Um, but now we're going to go to the likes and dislikes. So for the things that I liked about this show, I thought it was pretty funny. I will warn you that it took a little bit for me to find it funny. And there were some moments in the first couple episodes that were funny, but they didn't make me laugh, I guess. Like, it was more like I did that nose thing where you just blow air out. And you're kind of like, oh, okay, like, I acknowledge that that was funnier than normal. It wasn't until probably the third episode where I think it really picked up and got into a groove. And I will say that I think this had more to do with me than the show because it has this dumb, funny vibe. And I didn't really get that at first. Like, I just thought they were falling short on jokes. But that's kind of the point. Like, I rewatched some of the episodes with my dad and I laughed harder the second time watching it than I did the first time. So just keep that in mind if you do watch it. Like I said earlier, this show has a lot of dark comedy. So if you don't like that kind of comedy, then this show probably isn't for you. They joke about some things that you might not think should be joked about. I will say that when it comes to comedy, for me, I don't think anything's off limits as long as it's done tastefully. And this show, in my opinion, doesn't cross that line. They get pretty close sometimes, but comedy is subjective, so you guys might not think it's funny, and that's fine. Another thing that I liked and thought was funny was that they talk about a lot of modern things like drunk driving, not that that's funny, but they talk about it in the sense of riding horses while drunk, which was funny. They also talk about things like erectile dysfunction and misogyny. They also have a scene where they joke about how everyone's getting tattoos, but the funniest thing about that scene is when they're talking about the tattoo that the guy Ragnar is getting. Also, side note, this is not supposed to be Ragnar Lothbrok, who, like I mentioned, is the main character of the show Vikings and the History Channel, one of the most well-known Vikings. He's just some random dude with the name Ragnar. But he's getting tally marks tattooed on his arm. And it's him and Arvid that are talking about tattoos. And, and you can see that he has like a hundred tally marks. And Arvid is like, why do you... What do those marks stand for? And Ragnar's like, oh, these represent all the women I've been with that I remember. And Arvid's reaction was like, whoa, that's a lot of women. That's, that's more than the next three villages over combined and Ragnar goes yeah it's a lot and he seems so proud of himself and Arvid basically just flat out says you've slept with every woman in all four villages and Ragnar gives him this look and is like oh god no and Arvid's like then what what are the tally marks for if you didn't sleep with them and Ragnar goes these represent all the women I had sex with in my dreams and Arvid just goes, that's not how that works. You don't count women you've dreamt about. 
And I thought that scene was so funny. Like, I laughed so hard. I also didn't do it justice because it's way funnier than I just made it sound. I absolutely promise you. Like, the facial reactions that Arvid gives him, like I said, I was dying. There's a second part to that scene where Arvid gets his tattoo, but I'm not going to tell you what it is because there's a small spoiler involved. And I don't want to ruin how funny that is. But I mentioned the Ragnar thing because it really doesn't have anything to do with any of the plots and it's a funny scene and if we were just sitting here talking about this show as friends I would mention that scene because like I said I thought it was hilarious I wish I could tell you all the scenes that I found hilarious but that would ruin them for you when you go to watch the show but there is another scene that killed me and for most of you guys it might not be that funny which is why I'm mentioning it because I feel like this joke will probably go over a lot of your heads but before the Vikings go off for another raid, Freya and Arvid are getting their weapons ready, sharpening or whatever, and Ragnar walks by with a horned helmet, and they both are like, why, why do you have that? And Ragnar's like, I'm gonna wear it on the raid. And they both look at each other with confusion, and then they all have like a back and forth, right? So it's like, are you going to impale the enemy with the horns? No. Are you going to bash the enemies in the head with it? No. Then I don't understand why you would wear that. It looks good. Yes, but it doesn't have a purpose. It's called fashion. Well, it's dumb, and I don't think that it will stick. And then Ragnar just walks off frustrated that they're making fun of his helmet. And I was dying. If you don't get that joke, or think that the scene that once again is funnier than I made it sound is funny it's because the joke is that vikings didn't wear the horned helmets that are associated with them it's the most popular thing about vikings and it's false so the fact that they're making fun of him and saying that it will never catch on is making fun of the fact that people still associate vikings with helmets that even though it's a known fact now that they didn't wear them at all because it didn't make any sense to wear them into battle. Like I said, they asked him, what are you going to do with it? I'm just going to wear it. Well, why would you waste having to carry that weight for no reason? Vikings were very efficient fighters. They used their shields. Like, there was no need for them to wear a helmet. Why would you do it? And the fact that, like I said, people still associate with them, even though we know for a fact that they didn't wear it, is part of the joke. But I wanted to mention it because I want to make sure that when you watch the show... You appreciate that scene and understand why it's funny. That's the type of jokes this show has. Like dumb, funny jokes making fun of modern day assumptions and stuff like that. Some of the things that I didn't like about the show had more to do with the fact that they were speaking English and nothing to do with the actual show. I mean, there were parts of the show that I didn't find that funny, but that happens with these types of shows, so I don't count that as a dislike. But I was kind of annoyed that the Norwegian version wasn't available. I get why they did it in English. Most English speakers don't like watching a show with subtitles or don't even like listening to English dubbing. But I still wish that there was an option to watch it in Norwegian. This also leads to another dislike that I have, and that is dubbing. I've mentioned it several times. I don't like dubbing. I know that most of you would never even notice this, but because they did film 98% of the show in two different languages, I'm going to assume that it took almost twice as long to film the show because of having to double up on almost all the scenes. And in order to cut down on some of the filming, when they film the scenes that there are a large group, 
where they're far enough away from the actors who are talking so you can't really see their mouths moving that much they use dubbing in those scenes later on they just go into like a recording booth and just say their lines in english makes it so much easier like i've said in probably a couple different episodes i know i definitely said it in the preview episode i'm a lip watcher when talking to people so i did notice that the audio didn't match the lip movement and it annoyed me like i said most of you are not going to notice it if you do watch the show by the time you get to it you'll forget that i even mentioned it here but it really was like oh no I understand that they probably did that to help cut the cost of having to film every scene twice, but this is why I don't watch shows with English audio alternatives, and I just stick to the subtitles, because having the lip movement not match the audio drives me insane. It's the same thing when watching a video where there's lag, and the audio and video don't match up. I can't watch it. It, I literally go crazy. Another reason that I wish I could see the show in Norwegian is because they have English slaves that are speaking English, obviously. But the Vikings don't speak English. So there's a scene where Jalvarg is talking to one of the slaves that's brought back from the West. He doesn't know that he's from the West because the Vikings from Norheim lied to him. And he's asking him why he doesn't look like the other slaves that they've brought back from the East. And when the slave talks back, he's speaking in English, which is a language that Jalvarg has never heard before and doesn't understand. But he has a slave, I don't remember how he got that slave, or even if that slave is English, but he speaks English. So there's this weird scene where Jalvarg is using a translator to communicate to the slave, but they're all speaking English? So it just seems ridiculous. Like, I understand that it's the English version of the show, but in the show Vikings, just gonna keep mentioning them, when the Vikings are interacting with the English, and the English are the ones that are, I don't think focus is the right word, but if you've seen that show, you'll know what I'm talking about. Like, it's their point of view, kind of. But the Vikings are speaking Old Norse, or the closest thing to it, which, fun fact, is Icelandic. But in the scenes when the Vikings are the focus of the scene, they're speaking English, and the English are speaking Old English, or Anglo-Saxon. And whenever they're among themselves, they're speaking English because it's implied that they're speaking their native tongues, respectively. So those scenes make sense because you're not supposed to really understand what they're saying because you are now watching it through the point of view of the English or the Vikings, vice versa, right? They don't speak the same language. I don't know if that makes any sense, but like I said, if you've seen that show, then you'll know what I'm talking about. But I wish that this show did something like that, especially because they speak Norwegian. So they could have just filmed that scene the one time because they could have had just used it in both versions, which to bring it back to my point of wanting to see the Norwegian version, do they have the slaves speak English in that version or Norwegian? You know what I mean? Like. It just annoyed me a little bit. But those are really the only things that I didn't like about the show. Like I said, that's more to do with the language, not really anything to do with the show itself. So now for my favorite part of these episodes, words and phrases that I've learned. Now, because this show was mostly in English, I didn't have the opportunity to learn more. I was only able to get three because they do use some words in Norwegian. So. So I've already told you about the first one that I picked up, and that was etestup, which is spelled ash t-t-e-s-t-u-p. Usually I tell you what these words mean. You're gonna have to watch the show to figure out which this one means. I'm sorry, I just don't want to spoil that for you. The next word is the word holmgang, and it's spelled h-o-l-m-g-a-n-g. And it's a sort of duel that was used by early medieval Scandinavians, and it's one of the ways that they use to settle disputes. So again, holmgang. The last word that I learned while watching the show was the word kneading, 
which is spelled N-I-D-I-N-G, and it means coward. Like I said, unfortunately, those were the only three words that I learned while watching this show. Hopefully next time I get more. But again, they're Etastoop, Homegang, and Needing. As far as familiar faces, I didn't recognize any of the actors while watching the show. Um, I did forget to mention, or at least I don't think I mentioned it yet, the actors who play Arvid and Hildur, Niels Jürgen Kalsta, and Marian Sosta Odison are married in real life, I believe. I know they're definitely together. If I remember correctly from creeping on their Instagram accounts, they got married in 2018. But they've been together for like 12 years or something like that. They have three kids together and pictures that Miriam puts up of the family are adorable. But stuff like that, again, I just find interesting. I meant to mention it earlier that they were married. But yeah, I just, when that stuff happens, like when actors that are married work together, I just, I think it's super cute. So I wanted to mention it. But that's it for this episode. Before I officially wrap up. I want to mention that there is going to be a third season of the show coming out on Netflix sometime this year, and I believe it's already aired in Norway. Uh, there's no news on a release date here in the U.S., but I believe it was released in February there, so who knows how long it could take. But as soon as I get the official release date, I'll let you all know. The third season will be what leads up to season one. So in Norway, they call it season zero. You know, it's, it's a prequel, so they aren't going to call it season three because season three happens after season one, you know. So I can't wait to watch it, and I want to know if they do a season four because of the way season two ended. It's very interesting. Season two ends on a crazy note. But that is the Norwegian dark comedy Norseman. I do hope that you guys give it a chance because it was pretty funny. Like I said, I made my dad watch it, and he was cracking up, so hopefully you will too. If you guys have any suggestions for a show you want me to watch, let me know on Twitter. You can follow the podcast on there and Instagram at officialhysi. And check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash official H-Y-S-I. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And I will be back next week with a new episode where I will be talking about the Indian crime drama, She. Have you seen it? Because I have.